take the word of God tonight. Let's go to the book of Colossians tonight. And you pray for us. Uh, we're going to kind of teach and preach a little bit, whatever the Lord lays upon our heart. Yes, sir. And uh, what direction he wants us to go. I want to preach on tonight effectual commands to a Christian. Effectual commands to a Christian. Just because you're saved tonight by the amazing grace of God does not mean that you're a Christian. You believe that? Right. Just because you're saved by his marvelous grace does not mean that you're a Christian. Right. Being a Christian is Christ-like. Right. And the Bible said in 1 John 2 and, uh, 2 and 6, He that saith he abideth in him ought yes. himself to walk, even as he has walked. Right. Jesus said in John 15 and 5, he said, I'm the vine. Here are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Now listen to this. For without me, ye can do nothing. That means you're nothing without him. I'm nothing without him. My God in heaven. He is my life. He's my Lord. He's my leaning post. I feel Amen. good tonight too. Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful that I can abide in him, Brother Tim. Yes. Without him, I'm hopeless and helpless. Amen. But I've been brought nigh by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. For in him dwelt all the fullness of the God. He was God, by the way. He said, before Abraham was, I am. Amen. I'm glad that I serve a risen Savior. All right. Colossians chapter 3. And you pray for us tonight. This is what the Lord's put on our heart. And uh, as Brother John said in the revival, uh, this is strong meat right here. Yes, <laughs> Amen. Yeah. What I'm going to preach tonight, it's strong meat. Yes, sir. This is what the Lord's laid on my heart. So you pray for us. And uh, one of my, the Lord, Colossians chapter 3, we'll start this timer. You pray for us that God will use us. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 says, Mortify. Uh, therefore, your members which are upon earth, right. fornication, yes. lewdness of unmarried persons, male or female, also the criminal conversation of a married man with an unmarried woman or vice versa. And the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 13 to 4 that marriage is honorable with all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Right. Now, if we won't judge ourselves in light of the word of God, then God brings us into judgment as the saints of God that we will not be condemned with this world because we are different. That's right. Hey, man. We sure are. That's a mouthful right there. Yep. We're That's a mouthful. We're different. Uh, uncleanliness, which means foulness, dirtiness, filthiness, moral impurity, sinfulness. Right. Hmm, think about that. Inordinate affection, irregular, disorderly, excessive, immoderate, not limited to rules, friend. I'm thankful that I've got a I've got a book that guides and rules me. Amen. Hey man. I love that song our pastor sings. This blessed old book that I hold in my hand. Amen. Oh, yes. The word of the Lord. Amen. This word tonight will keep you from sin. Yes. That's why David said, I'll take this word and I'll hide it in my heart that I might not sin against the living and true God. Why? Because this word is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my path, bless God. We claim to be born again and saved by the grace of God. Why do we just hear it and don't do it? Thank God. You're not deceiving no Nobody but your own self, right? Amen. Right. Hey, That's good preaching. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Hey, when the word of God is preached, 
And all you do is hear it and don't apply it to your life. You're not deceiving nobody but your own self. Right. Amen. I don't know how far I'll get into this. So we know what fornication is, uncleanness, and order of affection. Now he says evil concupience, which is lust, unlawful, irregular desire of sexual pleasure. Right. My, my, my. You could probably lump pornography in that. Absolutely. Hey, man. Absolutely. Is that all right? Oh, oh God. Yes. Hey, man. Well, <laughs> you can lump pornography in that. Yeah. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, I believe it is around verse 4, he said, No man that war entangle himself with affairs of this life, that he may please him who chose him to be a soldier. Now, how do you please God, friend? Come on, this strong meat tonight. How do you please God? You please him by doing what he says right. in that word. That's right. walking by faith, friend. Walking by faith is doing what that Bible says in spite of how you feel. That's right. That's walking by faith. Hey. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 the saints of God yeah. we walk by faith we don't walk by sight right amen amen my God yes thank you for liberty yes. amen oh yes okay and covetousness inordinate desire of obtaining and possessing some supposed good usually in a bad sense and applied to an inordinate desire of wealth Right. You know what the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 13 and 5? said, let your conversation be without covetousness yes, and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I'll not fear what man should do unto me. I don't have to covet. I've got a promise in that book. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Paul said, Philippians 4, 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. He said the righteous cry and the Lord heareth mine. My, my, my. I've got a promise, thank God. I thought about David. said, well, he said, I've been young. He said, now I'm old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging dead. Psalm 37, verse 25. He said, verse 23, he said, the steps of a good man, they're ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be able to cast down why? Because the Lord, of the Lord, upholdeth him with his hand. Right. <laughs> Amen. My, my, my. Yes, sir. I don't have to cut it. God will meet my Bless needs. Bless his name. Hmm. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I think I'll just, probably just do the preacher reading the text and have to sit down. Amen. That's fine. <laughs> Amen. Idolatry. Now it says covetousness. Which is idolatry. Right. You know what idolatry is? Excessive attachment for anything or that which borders on adoration. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Idolatry. Idolatry. Yeah. All right, now let's go on. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Right. Right? Yep. In the which you, you also walk sometime. Now listen to this. When you lived in them. In them. But now. Yeah. You don't live in those things now. Right. But now ye also put off, put off mm -hmm. all these things. 
Anger. You know what that means? To inflame. Right. Wrath means violent anger. Then you've got malice, which is a disposition to injure others without a cause. Right. My God in heaven. I mean, there's folks saved by the grace of God sitting in church houses all over the United States of America. Yep. They've got malice in their heart towards people without even a cause. Yeah. The Lord said they hated me without a cause. Right. And he said, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. That's exactly right. My, my, my. First John 3, 13. Yes. All right, then we've got, we've got the malice. We've got blasphemy. Mm -hmm. By denying that which is due and belonging to him mm -hmm. or attributing to, to him something that's not agreeable to his nature. Right. Did you hear that? Blasphemy. By denying that which is due to him belonging to him alone or attributing something to him that's against his nature. Right. Yeah. Then you got filthy communication. Yes, sir. Colossians 4 and 6, let your speech be always, always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. That's right. Then he says in verse 9, and here we'll go to preaching. God will help us. Still got quite a few minutes. Lie not. The Bible says in verse 9, says, lie not one to another. Seeing that you've put off the old man with his deeds. <laughs> you pray for us tonight. I, I thought about in verse verse five before we get in uh, get into really uh, preaching five, six, seven, eight, nine, if God'll give us uh, the liberty. Uh, Paul is saying in verse five, death must take place in the life uh, of the saint. Why? Because destruction is coming to the sinner in verse 6. Did you right. see that? Yeah. Right. Amen. He says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Because the wrath of God, destruction, we see that we're to die. We see death in verse 5. But in verse 6, Brother Caleb, we see destruction is coming to the sinner. Yes. And we can do something about that. Right. Hey, man, that's, that's up to us. Right. And so Paul is addressing the church at Colossae, and he says, mortify therefore. Right. And therefore, in light of the fact, what he says in verse 1, 2, 3, and 4. Right. He said in verse 1, reading the King James Bible, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those times which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. If you then be risen with Christ. Now the Hebrew writer said Hebrews 12 and 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him and doeth cross, despising the shame set down at the right hand of the throne of God. He also said Hebrews 7.25 that he's able to save them under the uttermost and not only does he save us under the uttermost, he stays on as our advocate and he ever liveth to intercede for us. I'm glad that he pleads my case. I'm glad that I know without a shadow of a doubt that I've been risen from the grave. I've been made righteous through him. As Paul said Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 for he hath made him to be sent for us right. who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now we know the Bible says Brother Carlos 1 Corinthians 15 22 for an item all time even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Right. Now we know Romans 5 19 by the disobedience of one man many were made sinners so by the obedience of one man many shall be made righteous. Right. Let us stop. 
Are you righteous tonight? I'm righteous by one man. All my righteousness is his filthy rags in the sight of God. But I've been made righteous through him and by him. I've been risen with him. I'm no longer a sinner. I've been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. The Bible said in verse 2, set your affection on things above. Amen. Verse 3 and 4, for if you for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Right. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then she also appear with him in glory. Now Paul is telling the church that you're dead. <laughs> and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then she also appear with him in glory. Do you know tonight without a shadow of a doubt that he is your personal Savior? Have you believed according to the scriptures? Out of your belly does the Spirit of God flow? Do you have peace with him? Do you have peace with God by faith in the risen Savior? Because Paul said in Romans 4.25 that he was delivered for our offenses and he was raised again for our justification. What are we here? Why are we here tonight? I'm here. I love my pastor but I'm not here for him. I'm here for him. Amen. I love him. The reason I love him and the reason I love you sir and the reason I love you ma'am is because of him. We know first I feel like preaching tonight. First John 3 14 we know that we pass from death unto life because we love the brother. He that loveth not his brother. I feel like preaching to him. Abideth in death. Thanks be to God I'm thankful for the love of God. Romans 5 and 5 and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us just because you speak amen in an unknown tongue does not mean you're born again amen I'm telling you man, how the evidence of being born again is not speaking some gibberish it's the love of God being shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost of God God is love he the love of God knoweth not God for God is love my God amen you see your brother he hath need and you shut up your bowels of compassion you don't meet his need you know your brother's struggling he needs financial aid and you won't help him and God my God in heaven you know what John the beloved said that how put up the love of God in you or in me my God in heaven oh listen Jesus said I told you strong meat tonight he said in Matthew 7 20 he said wherefore by their fruits you shall know them I'm telling you those hey man that have passed from death to life those that are children of God they're not takers friend they're not leeches but God they're, they'll sacrifice themselves they'll serve the Lord and they'll serve others Romans chapter 1 verse 1 Paul said I'm a servant then you go to Romans 16 one, then you find Phoebe. She was a servant. My God in heaven, those that are saved, those that are delivered, thank God, we'll serve him and we'll serve others. Those that got saved, thanks be to God in the synagogue. The Bible said immediately they turned from their idols to serve the true and living God. Amen. Hey, man. That's exactly right. My, my, my. Told you God's been helping me on my throat. Calming down. Mm-hmm. God's helping me. Good, dude. Hey, Amen. My voice ain't stripping out. That's right. If God's going to use me in evangelism, i got to calm down some. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. And I'm normally scary. 
But God's keep me calm down a little too. bit, and I thank you for it. Hey, man. So let's get into the let's get into the meat of it tonight. So if you know that you're saved by God's marvelous grace, Ephesians two eight nine for by grace are you saved through faith, and then out of yourself that is a gift of God, not a works that any man should boast. What what does that mean? It means it's not a work right; it's a birthright. Right. You must be born again. Right. Hey man, you might you might slither on in and think you've got comfort and peace being around the people of God, but I'm telling you, friend, listen. If you've never repented of your sins and trusted Christ as your personal Savior, I'm telling you, there's a day, hey man, that God will judge your secrets by the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said in Romans two sixteen, in the day when God shall judge the secrets which men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel I'm telling you tonight friend if you die lost in your sin, hey man the standard of that judgment is the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ and the pardon from that judgment is receiving his gospel you die without the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior all those dirty filthy secrets oh yes that perverted lifestyle that you're having all that filth and all that sin all that rebellion you might hide it from me and I might hide it from you but you ain't hiding it from the all sin he knows who you are I want to get in seventh gear but I'm going to calm down he knows who you are all those little secrets all those dirty deeds that you're committing and you think nobody sees there's an all sin watching you there's an all sin watching you and there's coming a day when the secrets of men will be judged by the righteousness of Jesus Christ and his gospel live it up friend but judgment is coming how to do that one that one squall (laughs) judgment's coming just that one yeah that's right now it is coming there's sinners there's sinners under the sound of my voice. Yes. And they need to see Christ in us. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Listen, I, I'm telling you, we're to, we're to love them and hey man and I mean tell them the truth. But bless God, I ain't fellowshipping with sinners, friend. Hey man. Oh, yes, I know what the Lord done. He ate with them, but I'm telling you, he didn't get down and get dirty with them, friend. Hey, man, you know what he said? He said, they that are holy, not a physician, but they that are sick, go and learn what that means. And I'll have mercy and not sacrifice, for I've not come to call the righteous, but the sinner under repentance. I'm telling you, don't you realize tonight that the wrath of God is on you? Hey, man, thanks be to God. God's wrath is on you, and there's only one way how to be delivered from the wrath of God and that is to believe to the saving of your soul how to believe in him repent of your sin pass from death unto life John 3 36 he that believes on the son hath everlasting life he that believes not the son shall not see life but the wrath of God abideth on him now I'm going to get into the message now 1 Thessalonians 5 9 and 10 now those that are saved he's not appointed us under wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who died for us. But if we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Right. Amen. 
if I don't make it back to Harlan County, Kentucky tonight, hey, 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 I'm fine with it. Hey, man. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I want to go back and see my wife and children. Want to come back and grow old with you in the church. Sure. But thanks be to God if he calls. Bless God, I'm headed. Thank God I've gained it all, friend. But why God? Why God gives me the grace and why God gives me the mercy. I'm going to tell you something tonight. I'm going to mortify the deeds of my body. Listen, let me tell you. Yes, you're saved by grace on the inside, but you still have a vile, rotten, wretched nature on the outside. That's why you must be faithful to study your Bible, read your Bible, get in that book, and that book will get in you. Hey, man, thanks be to God. Be faithful to church. Submit to the Lord. Submit to the pastor. James 4 and 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. He'll he'll flee from you. Now he's addressing saints. Draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. A double-minded man, Brother Bob, is unstable in all his ways. Right. My God in heaven, God's using me tonight. I thank him for it. So, Paul says in Philippians 3 and 20 and 21, for our conversation is in heaven. And what that means is, if you'll do a word search in your Bible, your King James Bible, he's talking about not your citizenship, he's talking about your manners and your behavior. It's all connected to him. That's why he says mortify therefore. Because Christ, you've been risen with Christ. And if you've been risen with him, now you need to set your affection, amen, on things above. You have to have a mind bent towards heaven. You know why your life's full of drama and you're saved by the grace of God? You know why your life's full of drama? Because you're not taking heed to the word of God. Isaiah 26 and verse 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is set on me because he trusteth in thee. You've got to think on lovely things. You've got to think on pure things. If you'll keep your heart and mind on the word of God and in prayer, hey, you won't have time, hey man, to fulfill these lustful, rotten desires of fornication. Hey man, thank God. And the uncleanness. And, oh my God in heaven. You know what Peter said? Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lust right. which war against the soul. That's right. So, I'm made out of the same stuff you're made out of. That's right. And I struggle too. Oh yeah, Paul saved 20, 30 years and said in Romans chapter 7 verse 18 he said for I know that in my flesh well no good thing exactly <laughs> he right. said my God in heaven I want to do right hey man but my flesh wants to do wrong <laughs> he said my God in heaven I'm a wretched been saved 20, 30 years but he said I'm a wretched man who shall deliver me from the body of this death I'm glad he pinned down for the Lord himself shall change our vile body hey man it's shaping it liking it under his glorious body but until then you've got to deal with your flesh and I'm telling you tonight Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 heaven that it's not good for a man to touch a woman. Right. You know why it's not good? It leads to fornication. Right. It leads to uncleanness. Right. It leads to sexual perversion. Hey man, women leaving the natural use of yeah. men and putting their lust towards one another. And men leaving the natural use of women and putting their lust towards one another. I'm telling you, that's out of hell, friend. Yeah. That's perversion. Yeah. That's a perverted spirit. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you're saved by the grace of God, you've got to abstain from fornication. You've got 
God abstain from foulness and dirtiness. My God, you got to repent of your sin. You got to line up with the Word of God. Hey, man, thank God. I'm telling you, if you're saved tonight, you must die. Does anybody remember pastor preaching over a year ago? I have a book of Judges and he used a spiritual application. The fat man must die. Remember that message? Spiritual application. Listen, there must be a death. There must be a death because destruction is coming in the life of the sinner. You know what? I've got Two minutes or something. I'm going to stop right there. I'm stopping early. I believe God said enough through me oh, yeah. to prepare you for what our pastor's got to say. And if God gives me liberty, I didn't even hardly get into the first point. And if he lets me preach it again, I'll come right back to it. Yeah. But God give this to me for this church, for me, my family, for you. Listen, the effectual commands for a Christian, number one, as I'm turning it over to our good pastor, you must put to death your rotten, wicked, rotten, wretched flesh because the destruction that's coming on the children of disobedience. You claim to be saved by the grace of God and you're always bucking the word of God. You're always always murmuring. You're always complaining. You're always bucking authority. I would examine myself uh, whether I was in the faith or not. If I would not submit to authority, to God's authority, to worldly authority, I'd check myself and I'd wonder if I was even saved by the grace of God. Always bucking the pastor. Always talking about the pastor. Always rejecting what the pastor's preaching. Always rejecting the church. It's because you have never been washed clean in the blood of the Lord Jesus and clothed in his righteousness. I'm telling you tonight, if you're saved by the grace of God, you must put to death your flesh because the destruction is coming to sinners. I'm closing with this. There's some sinners, Brother Caleb. Only God can use you to affect that I can't. Right. Amen. Amen. And so listen. You need to be submitted to his word. You need to be yielded to his will. You need to walk in his ways. You need to always do his work. You need to always worship him. Remember that. Submit to his word as our pastor comes. Yield to his will. Walk in his ways. Do his work. And always worship him. The effectual commands to a Christian.